it's interesting that this week is Parshas Pinchas, and Kimat always, Parshas Pinchas is the first Shabbos in the three weeks. And so, I saw that they bring down, it's an interesting uh, remnant over here, that Pesach says, Pinchas ben Elozer ben Arna Koyin Eishvitz Hamosi, and then Shem says, Lachain and Moir, Hineri Noisin Loyas Brisi Sholem. So I'm going to give him a Brisholem, and um, what was the Brisholem that Hoysle was our Ach Briskunas Oilam? But if you look at the Targum Yoinus and Ben Uziel, he says, Bishvua Eimale Minshini, I'm making a Shvua, I'm saying in my name. I'm giving him my kiyum of shleim, of sholim. I'm going to make him a living malach. And he's going to live forever. To be So it's interesting. We start the three weeks with the Pinchas ben Elazar, and uh, but right away you're presented with. Who's going to be Levasa the Geula? So it's a, a, a note of optimism <coughs> in the cloud of, uh, of the three weeks. It's so also we interesting. Do normally say that we have a solution before the problem? You know that there will be a solution. Obviously, uh, we haven't uh, found it yet. But we know what we have to do. But there's some. Right, right. Abortion. One of the inyonim is that you have to know that. Um, the Rishushan Pinkett asked a question that um, just bring this up now because he mentioned that that they asked the question that one of the Yudgimel Midois is an Iman of Mishra Bidiyas HaMashiach so there's some Seifer and other asked why is that one of the Yudgimel Animans each one of the Animans is something that you can't be an El Chayid if you don't have that Amin he said but listen Millions of Jews have lived, have not seen Mashiach, and they've been Erlich Yidden, they keep the Torah, they live according to Taig Mitzvahs, Mitzvahs to Rabbonim, they serve a Kurdish Baruch, they daven, they learn, they do Chesed, and they know there'll be an Oilam Habo and all of that. So, my Nafkamin, if I believe in Mashiach or not, right? So, he explains that the Pshad is that makes a very big difference, because if you assume that there's no Mashiach, it means Hashem kicked us out of Eretz Yisrael, and he just said goodbye. That's it, I'm finished with you. Right? So he's the father, got rid of his son. But if you understand the Mashiach is coming, you understand the whole Golos was a vehicle of Chinuch. It was like after we went to go of Chalif, was referred to in Tanakh as Yisrael. Like sometimes you find the word instead of Yisrael, Yisrael. Who planted us in the, in amongst the nations? There's a payelus, there's a toughness that Golus has to bring, and eventually he's going to bring us home. And that's, you have to understand that even today, I realize that my being in Golus is not a, an end in itself. It's a tool, it's a vehicle, it's an educational experience that I'm supposed to have. That belief in Mashiach is defining myself today. So if you see that with the Bodhisham, tells us that Parshish Pinchos begins that I already have the Mavatri Mashiach. You have to know that we're not there for the long term. I'll call upon him. It's also interesting that the three Haftarists that we uh, that we read, the first one is 
starts with the word Devar Hashem, El Yirmiya, and the next uh, uh, the 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 that we lay into Parshas Masai. This week we lay into Parshas with the Masai of Matas. And the next week we lay into the third Parshas Masai, we start Shimu Devar Hashem. Right? And the third week we uh, we say that the Chazoin Yishayohu. So the three Avtoyers represent Dibor, Shemiya, and Re'iya. Right? Now after the three weeks are over and we have the Parshas of Nechoma, we have Beschanan, Ekev, and Re'i. So the Shanan El Hashem is Dibur, Davening. Ekev Ashetishmu Bekoili is Shmiel. And Re'eim Achimoisimotchem is Re'eim. Right? So again, so there's a focus on these three Nekudas. So if you want to touch on that for a moment, so that you see that somehow there's an important message over here that you have to work on these three Midas uh, of a person, at least through these three senses that a person has, that have to be developed appropriately during the three weeks. And I think that the point is like this: the Nakuda is that one of the problems that the Golos is Chinam and Lashon Hora and things like that. Now, Rapam used to say his mother never had a problem speaking Lashon Hora because she never saw chesroinus in anybody. So if you know how to look at people. You don't see Chisroinus, you don't talk Lashon Hora. They don't talk Lashon Hora, no one has to listen to Lashon Hora. You combine all these three leaders. So, there's a, 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 a Maisa that I saw that was said over by Reb Simchot Kuk, the Aden by uh, Rav Yashif. So he said this over at, uh, it was an Asifa, it was an Asifa for women in Achshvius and Lashon. But he told over there was a Maisa that there was a Yid, an older Yid, he went to the hospital, must have had an inflamed uh, lung or something like that. They gave him antibiotics. Things started to look better. Ready to release from the hospital. All of a sudden, his blood pressure went up again. Started all over again. Gave him the antibiotics. People went down. About to release him. Came back again. And slowly but surely, his body started to shut down. And eventually, he was clinically dead. So they told the family it's just a matter of time. Family got around, got together, and uh, they're waiting for you to see his neshama. And all of a sudden, he opens up his eyes, and he's back. And the hospital didn't believe what's happening over here, but within a week or so, he was better and ready to go home. So the son went over to the doctor afterwards and said, I want to just thank you for taking care of my father. He said, I didn't do anything. This was all a miracle. I, I didn't do anything. So he said, my father asked me to tell you what he experienced. My father said over that he told his family, I will nice survive. And I went up to Shemai. And I was there. And, uh, I don't think anybody here experienced it, but when you die, you go up to Shemai and and you feel the neshama going up there, and the first place you stop is at the uh, information booth. You stop over there by the din, the end din. And so he says, I want to go back down. I have stuff I want to do. Can I go back there? I don't want to die. So they said, I'm sorry, once you're up here, very hard to send you back down. So all of a sudden, some yid comes, so I'd like to be Milan Tzchus. say, okay, you have a right to be Milan Tzchus. The guy says, this yid, Never came late to davening. Never missed the tefillah. 
In all the years, I was doubting this was a year who had died before, but he said, this year never missed a tzilla, he never was late to tzilla. They said, that's beautiful, but once you're up here, that's not enough of the tzachos to send you back down. All of a sudden, somebody else comes, I'd like to be Milan tzachos. It's the, the Rav who had died a little bit earlier. He says, this year never missed a shear. Every shear I gave, he was there on time. He was there and he stayed for the end. Never missed a shear, never came late to a shear. They said, that's beautiful. It's not enough to send you downstairs. So he said, can I be Milan tzachos one more thing? He said, okay, fine. He said, you know, in the shul, there's very often a lot of politics. You know, the older you didn't want the uh, air conditioner at 76. The younger guys want it at 65. So you get a machlekes. Some people want the rope to dash in 45 minutes. Some people want the dash rope never to dash in. Right? And you have politics. This guy wants the window open. This guy wants it closed. This guy, you know, this guy's the candy man. This is the anti-candy man. You have all sorts of people in the shul. And you have machlekes and tumul and politics. This Yid never said a word of Machlechus, never said a word of Lashon Hara, not once. Oh, a barze, he can go back down. And here I am. So if Cook said over, a Yid can do Meridikamitsis. You can learn, you can daven, you can do who knows what. But unless you're guaranteed that your mouth is a piece that it's a tool that can learn to with purity and daven with purity and everything that it does is with a pure mouth it's not worth that much but when you see a yid that doesn't speak much more than his tzil is a different tzil his tzil is a different tzil out of the different that the, the kedusha sateh is a tool right it's anything you want to make uh, want to make furniture you need good tools you can't go to dollar tree and buy tools to make furniture yeah, yeah. you need the quality stuff and so uh, that, that's one of the things that the Kedite to hear before the, the three weeks. Another Indian, taking this a little bit deeper, is, and they must have mentioned this in the past, but Mordecai Kedushin tells a story about the Lazar's era. He was seen by the officers of the Reish Kalusa walking through the streets of Nagoa with black shoelaces. Now, Mole, it wasn't the in thing to wear black shoelaces amongst the uh, and uh, in those days, the the uh, the Reish Kalusa, they ran a tight ship, and if you didn't tell to what uh, the Yidden were doing, so they 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 held you they held you on. So he's seen walking around with the black shoe. So they go over to him and they say, "What's with the black shoelaces?" So he said, "I'm mourning for Yerushalayim." So they said, uh, "What's right that you have to mourn for Yerushalayim? Are you a Gavra Rabba?" So they're ready to throw him into jail. So he says, and grab I am a governor robber. So they said, yeah, prove it. So there's a shock with the tariff they had, and the Gemara that's going to get to the second of the common, he proves to them that they couldn't answer his kasha, and he answered their kasha, so they chopped he was a governor robber. Okay, very good. So the shaila is, so what's going on over here? We are going to start the three weeks with everyone of us is a governor robber. Herod says that you want to be misabim on the Chorban in, in Teves, or whatever it is, in Cheshvim, that's designed like Averabah. These three weeks, we have to become great people. The mission in these three weeks is not just Avelis, 
It's making ourselves great people. And, and a great person is somebody that understands that the real base amygdosh is within each and every one of us. When the base amygdosh was destroyed, so the I'll say that they destroyed the shell. The real Kedusha was gone because the people within themselves, they didn't have that Kedusha. You rebuild the base on Miglish, you rebuild yourself. Every person has to understand that Revelation says, Every single yid is a, is a Miglish man. And we have to rebuild our inner base on Miglish. And so uh, that's where the real Kedusha is. That's where the real, in everyone's Neshama, that's where it is. So, you know, we have to ask ourselves, so, uh, what about my base amigdash? What about my ornakodesh? How am I learning? How am I, what's my attitude? What's my tzugan tetayra? How's my ornakodesh doing? Right? Uh, that's a shy we all have to ask ourselves. You know, and, uh, I said recently, both of me to see my Baba Basra. Uh, so I, you know, I said, you know, most both of make a see him, you know, the Sathus Tainus, Pirkei Ovis, or something like that, right? They make a see on Baba Basra, and Bokhul had to start off this mind with a real big shifa, right? He said, that, you know, the Orna Kodesh was in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and it wasn't supposed to fit, right? The Orna was Enam in a minion. So why did it fit? Terence is that when it comes to an Orna Kodesh, size doesn't matter. Nothing matters. You know, a yid, what matters is what do you want? What do you want to become? What are your shifas? That's what defines who you are. So, so, well, has a shifa. I want to finish Baba Basra. You made yourself a shtick Baba Basra now. So, how's our own Kodesh? What are our shifas? What are we yearning for? What do we want to become? A person should have a shifa to become a great person. That's your own Kodesh. And then you have a menorah. How much are you radiating the Torah to the world? How much are you projecting that image of what Torah is to the world? The base Hamigdash had windows that faced outside to bring the light outside. How much are we bringing that Torah to the world? People should see us and and uh, take a take a, <coughs> a lesson from who we are. I just heard a Moyerdeka Maisa from Ephraim Waxman. Made heard it. He said it over from a yid. I get remember his name, but the next one, Ezra. These two yidin were, were their job was to clean the barracks in Auschwitz, right? And so um, they were both erlich yidin, both chashiv yidin. So every day somebody had to clean the barracks. So it was their turn to clean the barracks, and they found a loaf of bread. Now, a loaf of bread in Auschwitz was worth, you know, millions of dollars to these people. People gave away diamonds for a piece of bread. They found a loaf of bread, and it belonged to a Goyish, a Polish, a Goyish, a prisoner there. See? So they said to each other, we're going to put the bread back. And there's a vision that given them is kind of. That's a Kiddush Hashem. You, you, these people were starving to death, and there's a loaf of bread. But they're going to radiate the Oyer They're going to project the Kiddush Hashem. And that was a, a that many people couldn't couldn't be able to stand up to. 
This was uh, Yosef Friedensen. So he told over this story. So there's many examples of people who mice of the yid in Eretz Yisrael was hit by a car. And there's a big crowd gathering around. And there was a couple who was there. And the policeman bent over to this guy who was writhing in pain and says, is there anything I can do for you? And he says to him, you can start keeping shops. So this couple that overheard it went to visit the Seed in the hospital. They were so mishtaymed, they started to keep shops. Right. So they, they couldn't understand. He is lying on the floor in pain. He could ask for this, he could ask for a pillow, he could ask for a blanket, he could ask for medicine. He asked, you should start keeping shops. That's all that matters to me. So that, that, that's the Menorah. And then you have Ms. Bayach, you know, how much, how much are we sacrificing for our religious Hashem? What are we giving up uh, to be better Oyvdei Hashem? I had a, a mother, was a, was a lady who was a Grusha. We were very close because uh, her husband had been very sick, and uh, my mother came to Denver and ended up in the hospital. And we were together with them in the hospital, and my, me for my mother, and and she for her husband. And so we got very close. And so her husband, uh, she they got divorced, and he died. And I called upon him, so she was all alone. When her son had bar mitzvah, she says to me. You know how I was able to afford David's children? I haven't taken a day off in years. I mean, this lady is all alone in the world. She didn't ask anybody that she needs money. She just never took a day off. She just worked and worked and worked without taking a day off. But she could afford to pay for herself to fill And that's a fair chillin. And that's 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 a misbeach, that's a mysterious message. So we have to realize that we have a base on Mikdash that we have to build, and uh, we have to do those things, and uh, have to be able to bring out the greatness within us. Uh, you find in Pinchas <coughs> that Pinchas accomplished such a Mayurdik Azach, he was granted life forever, if he lives forever, the Mayurdik gift that he gets, and, and he's a Malach, he, he things that he can do. Right. So, so, so in, 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 in Sefer Mishchashem um, Rabbi Kaufman, he says over that you see when somebody pushes themselves and seems to transcend their their, their limitations, they go beyond. That creates as a tremendous chus. That's the oilam void. Says Avraham Avinu by the We're still living off the Akeda, right? So he's a person, he takes the Dvar Hashem and he's ready to kill his own child because Hashem told him to do it. That's not, that's not what human beings' reaction would be. That's transcending your, your normal human reaction to go beyond it. And because of that, Chayisol uh, is still benefiting. Chayisol is still being oichel from that for doire doires. So Pinchas did an act. He he stood up there. He saw the Nasi Sevet Shimon doing something he understood was wrong. Gan Sevet Shimon is standing there protecting their Nasi, and he takes a sword and he goes in and he stabs him to death and he kills him. Listen, risking his life to do an act of Kanoyis, right? It was such an act of godless that a who gave you a brisk right? Klal Yisrael did a Moedika act of the Sirius Nefesh. And the Kodesh Baruch Hu never forgets. Lech Techach Rebbe Midbov Eretz Loizu. 
It's hard to understand a nation would pack themselves up, not prepare any food, just follow Hashem into a desert, and just be kochen and Hashem will take care of us. So HaKadosh Baruch never forgets that Maisen, right? So chayti lo chesed nerayich forever and ever. That's the, you say that some people transcend who they are and they create great things. So he tells Maisen that the Briska Road used to say over, there was a girl, I'm not sure it happened in Briska, he was familiar with a girl, that there was a family of Yidden and they were not from. The girl somehow became from. Maybe she ended up in the Besiak, but she became from girl. And the parents were very not happy with her. You know, she was, you know, it's always that way, you know, you're making problems with the family, the food's no good, this is no good, you know, so. So one Shabbos, maybe Lahachis, whatever, the father, the family went away. And the father said, you have to take care of the store. So you're going to run the store while I'm away. So the girl didn't have much of a bravery. The father's leaving. She's got to keep, so she made up her mind, I'm maybe going to be in the store, but there's not going to be no chil Shabbos. So any customer that came in, she told them a price that was so outrageous that nobody bought anything. So this went on for the whole day. She's standing by the counter, and nobody buys, and she doesn't have to do any transaction because every item became unaffordable to any of the customers. So a guy comes in, and he saw a tchotchke that they had in the window or something like that. And this is what he's been looking for. Whatever he needed it for, to match exactly something he had, and it was a, an item that maybe costed one, you know, one kopeck or whatever the money was, one ruble. And so he comes in and he says, "How much is that?" So she says, "A hundred rubles." He says, "You're crazy! <laughs> I could get this in the dollar store." He says, "Okay, fine." The little lady comes back in. He, he he really wanted it, so ten rubles. You know, and, and he keeps on coming back because he's polishing for this thing because he couldn't find it anyplace else. His mom is what he needs. Finally, Shabbos is over, and the guy comes into the store after Shabbos and he pays her a hundred rubles for the tchotchke. And so the parents come home, and she tells the father, I sold that little piece, you know, for a hundred rubles. <laughs> so the father was so blown away that what she did that the whole family became Shayim Shabbat. Okay. So this is the story that Briscoe Ruff tells over. But you know, somebody went like Mamish uh, beyond themselves. And they, um, so you find the same thing in the Parsha with Yeshua. By Yeshua, it says that uh, he was chosen, right? So why was Yeshua chosen? So the Pesach says that Moshe was like the Chama, and Yeshua was like the Pnei Levana. And the Gizekanim of that door said, Moish is like the Chama, Yeshua is like the Lavona, Oiloi Leoisha Busha, Oiloi Leoisha Queen. So, what was the Busha? What was the Queen? What was the. So, it's so beautiful word that the, the sun is, is the source of light. The moon is a reflection of that light, right? Moisha was like the sun. Yeshua reflected the light of Moisha. Right? That's who he was. Busha is a feeling that you have when you're standing in front of somebody very great. So you feel in that in the presence of such a person, you're, you feel a sense of busha, a sense of years of rainless, a sense of busha that in the presence of greatness. Klima is when you feel you did something beneath yourself. You, you failed yourself. That's a sense of klima. 
So they said, Moshe is like a chama. You stand in the front of Moshe Rabbeinu. There's a certain sense of Moshe. You just don't feel you can live up to a Moshe Rabbeinu. But in front of Yeshua, who sat by Moshe, and now he becomes the Levana that reflects the order of Moshe, we were greater than Yeshua. Yeshua wasn't from the greatest. Yeshua was a sort of Hamishim. He was the fifth one mentioned amongst the Miraglim. We could have been as great as Yeshua. That Yeshua pushed himself and pushed himself and he became, he transcended his limitation. He didn't give up a second to be with Moshe Rabbeinu. He became the Levona that reflects Moshe Rabbeinu and we failed. So you see another Nakud over here that you can transcend your own limited perceptions and you become a great person. Well, this is the, the way it has to be. And doing the three weeks, we have to bring out a greatness within ourselves. We have to recognize we have unlimited koichas, and we're hidden. We can accomplish great things. We can do great things. And so part of becoming great people in three weeks is to realize there's a base of Migdash waiting to be built within everybody's heart. And Yetzirah, through the three weeks, we should build it with ourselves. And when we do that, Yetzirah, bring back the real base of Migdash, and hey, it will be me. Thank you for listening.